Hi. Hello. Welcome to episode eight of After the Weather. Episode eight. We've been doing this for like two months. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty pretty nice. Super fun. I'm pretty surprised we actually got this far. I'm surprised we've stuck with it. Know, we don't really right? have the best commitment like track record. Yeah, well, I mean, when all we want to do is sleep all day and, like, sit around doing nothing. Okay, I did not want to sleep all day. Okay. I had no choice in the matter. Just so you know. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. You planned that. I did not plan anything, okay? Okay, fine. <laughs> I got up, and then I sat down and fell asleep, and then I got up again and ate, and then I fell asleep again. I, I mean, what's the point of, like, fighting it? Friday night, you were like, I'm going to sleep all day tomorrow. I, I did not say that. I said I was probably going to nap tomorrow. It was, I definitely didn't plan to sleep all day, okay? Let's fine. just get that out of the way. Fine, fine. You got it. I figured I'd take a nap in the morning like I usually do, and then I'd be good to go, but that, my body had other plans, so that yeah, didn't work out. The morning nap turned into a, a breakfast, morning nap, lunch, afternoon nap, snack, then later afternoon nap. I only had two naps today. Okay, two naps. They were just really long. <laughs> yeah, they were. Uh, such is the sleep debt. Yeah, it's tough. You've got what? Ten 20? years to make up for. Yeah, ten years? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if you count when I was a kid, I probably didn't, I didn't sleep too well as a kid either. Yeah. But I feel like my sleep problems didn't really start until I was in high school. So I'm Emily Hansen. And I'm Rain Creasy. Um, this is our podcast where we talk shit on each other and talk about other stuff. And Winston makes disgusting snorting noises. Also, Rain keeps pushing the microphone into my face, and soon I'm going to be making out with it. It's very close to my face. I guess it's- this just confirms that I could never be a pop star because I could not handle this. Yeah, well, the, the microphones they use in, like, big recording studios, they're bigger and more in your face than this. Yep, no, there goes my dreams. You know, I like how I said that cancels my dreams. It's not my lack of talent or anything. It's just, like, the fact that a microphone would be in my face, that's why I can't be a pop star. That, that That's just what puts it over the edge. Yeah, that's it, man. You can fake talent. Can't it, fake discomfort. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I mean, considering how many... People can't perform live. Well, you know, I think there's a lot of faking that goes on. Yeah. And isn't that just like terrible? Like, whatever. I'm not here to talk shit on pop stars, I guess. Not today. Not this time. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Well, first off, uh, we got some pretty tasty beers here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. We're in the middle of a windstorm and uh, apparently a snot storm for Winston. <laughs> you hear any disgusting noises? That's our dog trying to cope with life. And hair. <laughs> he swallows a lot of hair. He also doesn't have a very long face, so air sometimes gets kind of like caught up in his throat. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking? So I'm drinking uh, the Fremont Lush IPA. Mm. I think I've had it on the show before. I think so, too. I think we both had it. it it's a very nice floral beer. Floral beer, uh, local, Fremont, because um, we're we're in Seattle, and uh, hopefully our power won't go out. Praying. This this wind uh, is really just making a mess of itself. 
Yeah, it's very noisy, which is my biggest problem because uh, it keeps me up at night. Um, I really hate it. <laughs> right. I feel like everywhere I move, I'm trying to escape wind and it just keeps finding me. The, yeah, the wind doesn't go away. It, it's windy all over Washington, apparently. Apparently. Which, which is crap. It's bullshit. Yeah. Well, um, what, what beer do you have? Uh, I have something from 21st Amendment Brewery. Um, they're from California. I actually don't know what the 21st Amendment is. That must be the one where they repealed the, what, the uh, other amendment that banned uh, liquor. Prohibition. Prohibition. Ding, ding, ding. It. We have yeah. a winner. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, that would make sense. Right, um, right. It's called Brew Free or Die IPA, and I immediately was drawn to it um, because of not only that name, but the uh, the artwork on it is Mount Rushmore, and uh, Abraham Lincoln is bursting out of it um, with a very determined look on his face, like he's going to go fuck some shit up and, you know, get some girls or something. George Washington looks pretty nervous, but uh, <laughs> Roosevelt is cheering him on. It's very animated. It's very cool. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty casual. It was described as a West Coast IPA. It's got a little bit of citrus in there, but it's also got some like maltiness to kind of balance it out. So it's really easy to drink. But this is what I like to drink. It's really like kind of bland beers. I don't like it too exciting. So I can verify that the 21st Amendment is the repeal of the 18th Amendment, which was the prohibition. Thanks for Googling that. You, Yeah, thank, thanks to Google. <laughs> Who needs history class when you have Google? I didn't even have to click a link. Oh, thank you, Google. Right. So much. Praise our overlords. I, for one, welcome our robot overlords. I mean, they can <laughs> synthesize voices. It's only a matter of time before they, you know... Get other ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm fine. I mean, I love Google, despite the fact that they can't make a stupid messaging app. Yep. That's all I have to say about that, because I can't deal with the d- stupidity. Right. It, it's a lot of bad decisions. It is. So what did you do all day, considering I slept and I really wasn't here? <laughs> okay, so I did some nerdy stuff. As it, per usual. Yeah, I mean, it's not unexpected. So while you were napping, I got a Windows Server virtual machine up and running so that I can have a like my own personal .NET development server. Uh-huh. And so I have that hooked up to uh, a port forwarding service on our router and uh, a dynamic DNS thing set up so that I can actually access the server from uh, like a fake domain name. Huh. Yeah, so I want to start developing uh, using C Sharp, which is a, you know, a, a, it's called .NET. It's like Microsoft's like big like framework for application development. Okay. And so it, it I just wanted to have like this thing set up, say that, oh yeah, I set up a Windows Server machine so that I can use it as a server. Like cool. It, like its name implies. But it, it, you look so proud of yourself. I Okay, so... I had to do a fair bit of a troubleshooting because I couldn't get anything to connect right. Mm-hmm. And so I had to search a bunch of stuff. And eventually I found out all the different settings and things that I had to install yeah. in order to make it work. Cool. Yeah, so. Dope. Yeah, I really like that computer. I I just, I need to pay for this service. Um, I have this password <laughs> service that makes it, makes my life easier. Is it Dashlane? Dashlane, yeah, that's it. And. So they, they have my whole, my whole life, like, in, in their encrypted server. Because you can't remember shit. I can't. And 
I had to reset my Spotify password twice today. Twice? Right. Twice. Yeah. Oh, my God. I saw you do it the first time. I didn't realize there was a second problem. Yeah. How did that happen? The first time didn't actually work. Oh, well, that doesn't even count. But I had to do the process. I typed in the password again. That sucks. Yeah, but I got it working. I didn't listen to it at all, but I got it to work. But it's working, which is the important part. Yeah, sounds like a good day for you. Yeah, it's fun. You know, I like troubleshooting stuff. Yeah. And we know what you did already. I, I'm i kind of mad because there was things that I wanted to do. Yeah. And I just didn't because I was sleeping. I mean, I feel better for now. That's good. I'm definitely going to sleep tonight. Like, I'm still tired. Right. Well, I mean, we worked out today as well. We did. And, and that uh, always just makes ooh. us ready to go to bed. I mean, yeah, I... I really like working out, though, which I've never said before in my life, just so everybody knows. Something about lifting weights is so much more interesting than other things that I've tried. Yeah. And I think it's just because you're competing with yourself, kind of. You're, like, trying to see if you can lift heavier next time. Well, or... it, it changes your body awareness. That, too. And it and it and you can see results, so in a way that I never really could before. Yeah. I mean, even when I was in high school and I was running track and playing volleyball, like I never noticed a difference because I was always skinny. Yeah. And running, I mean, when you just run all the time, it's like whatever. Right. Now, my thing that I've really excelled at has been uh, deadlifting. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'm up to, you know, well past my body weight. I, I'm up to like 230. So, I mean, it's not like the most impressive weight or anything, but. I mean, it's good for you. Yeah, I, I'm one. I'm almost at my body weight. I just realized for deadlifting. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I weigh like one sixty five. One sixty seven, according to last night's weigh in. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember. Yeah, so you know, I like one of my goals is to actually uh, be able to bench press my body weight so mm -hmm. that I can like do like a a like a body weight push up. Ooh. Just to be cool like and then that. You can bench weight. Yeah, bench me. Yeah. That'd be dope. That would be fun. But you know, I mean, like, there's just like things like it, it's a lot easier to set a goal in terms of like lifting mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and and that sort of stuff because I think it's more uh, as long as you're keeping track of your weights and always like trying to press, but like push yourself, then yeah. you can easier to actually you know make those goals. Right, because. I mean, each week it's like, oh, I'm moving. F I don't know. It's just like you could lift heavier and then heavier and then heavier. And then you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, shit, I have shoulders. I have a butt. <laughs> <laughs> or like you notice that other things in your regular life are easier to do. Yeah. Balance has been the biggest thing for me. Mm -hmm. Has it? I've been doing uh, the, the single leg uh, deadlifts. Yeah. And... Like, just forcing my core to, you know, do that kind of work where you're actually, like, trying to trying to actually walk around and, like, carry things and try not to spill things. It's like, yeah, I can walk with a mug full of tea and not spill it as I'm yeah. walking across the lab. Like, yeah. that's pretty dope. That is pretty dope. I think that just, like, I've never had upper body strength before, like, at all. I've always yeah. I've always had strong legs, so I I feel like I haven't seen as much change in my legs because I've, I'm just used to them being pretty strong. Yeah. Um, but my arms has been have been the biggest change for me, and I notice it in moving things around and carrying things, and like just like playing tug of war with our dog. Yeah. 
That's um, one of the craziest things. Like he'll you don't pull, even notice and it. And I'm just like, Winston, I thought you were a strong dog. I mean, and- he is a strong dog. He's <laughs> 65 pounds and he's a bulldog. So he's got lots of muscle and he loves to play tug of war and he will pull against you and he'll shake his head around and jerk the toy around. And it used to like, he, whenever he'd shake his head, my arm was, my arm, whatever I was holding on to would just fling around like in its socket. And it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. And, uh, now it's just like I was playing with him last night and I was like, oh, my God, like this is I can keep my arms straight. I can like uh, actually play with him. It's crazy. Also, we can pick him up a lot easier, which is super, which is pretty much the reason we got into working out in the first place. Yeah, exactly. That was the reason why we started. That was the whole goal. Um, we started because he needs surgery this year. And uh, while we're saving up for it or trying to find a way to pay for it, we decided to get in shape because. Um, his recovery for the surgery is going to involve a lot of picking him up and carrying him around because he's not going to be able to put weight on his leg. And uh, neither one of us could lift him comfortably. I mean, you could pick him up, but it was very uncomfortable yeah. and difficult. I, I like I could pick him up in in like short bursts. Yeah, yeah. Because, it would, like, and it was always you know. kind of like a huh, kind of thing. And now yeah, yeah. it's so much easier. Like I can pick yeah. him up and I've never been able to do that. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I'd still like a wagon thing for him just oh, because yeah. but like i mean like when it's going to be like a constant like oh hey every time he wants to get on and off the bed you know you gotta lift him on and mm-hmm. off and when he wants to get up things. on the couch yeah yep he's gonna have to be created he's yeah. gonna hate it we've done it all before so yeah. it's like at least we have it down but yeah, it's the second time for the other leg Dumb dog. Dogs are so dumb with their stupid bones and joints. Crappy ligaments. Who designed that? (laughs) We did. I know. That's the joke. (laughs) (laughs) It's our fault. It's all our fault. Uh, Why do we give them these crappy hips and shallow joints? Well, because we didn't pay attention to that when we were breeding them to be cute. No, no. That would be a lot of foresight. Like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, their the brains are squishing. It's fine. Maybe that's why Winston has so many anxiety problems. His brain is squished. <laughs> oh, he has no snout. He can't regulate his body. Whoops. And that's why we bought an AC. No, we bought the AC because of you. Because I can't regulate my body. <laughs> that's true. I was pretty miserable. Yeah. Was spending. I mean, we we did feel bad about Winston. I was spending my was weekends in the bathroom with the lights off, sitting in two inches of cold water in the tub <laughs> because it was too damn hot. Yeah, it was so bad. And then our dog rocker was like, "It's really hot up here. Like, I'm really worried about the dog." And I was like, "Fine, fine. We'll get a fucking AC. It's fine." Well, it was weird because like we. Our our income wasn't super different at that point, mm-hmm. but like we just hadn't like adjusted to like managing the income. Because I think yeah. we went through such a long period of not having money, where like when we got the money, we would just spend it. Right, because that was all we. Because when we didn't have money, it was um, we got it in such weird periods um, because of reasons, and so whenever we got on, whenever we did have money, it was like oh, we need to get all those things that we we're putting off when we didn't have money because we wouldn't have money for like weeks at a time. Yeah. And so as soon as we had money, it was like, okay, all those things that we weren't buying because we couldn't pay for them. We need to pay for them now. Yeah. And so we'd end up with no money and that, and, uh, that took a while for us to, 
figure out because we were like, oh, we didn't buy all this stuff when we were broke. Let's get it all now. Yeah. And even then it was super incremental. Like Right. I mean, it took us like, so long to get a couch and then a bed. Yeah, like a bed frame. We had the bed. I swear to God, if you get into this discussion about the difference between okay, bed okay. and bed frame. So the thing, like if you say a bed, I think of like the mattress. That's your problem. Right. <laughs> Sure, that might be a problem for me, but I mean, that's <laughs> when I say bed, I what, mean the bed frame. If I'm going to say mattress, I'm going to say mattress. But then, what's a bed? The bed frame, the thing you put the mattress on. But when you say you're going to bed, you're not laying on the bed frame. That's a completely different. I'm not saying I'm going to mattress. No, I'm just going to go to sleep. I'm going to bed. The act of going to bed. Yeah, going to bed is to lay on the bed. No. I think so. I think you're wrong, but this is why we don't talk about it. Yeah, well, you have a hard time admitting when you're wrong. Oh! <laughs> I am not wrong. Fine. You're just incredibly pedantic and kind of a dick. I am very pedantic, but that's because things are right and you're things are wrong. You're also super literal. Ugh. Yeah, I... Can't take you anywhere. Yeah, you wouldn't take me anywhere anyway. Oh. Wow. We're going to a concert and it's going to oh be super Oh my god, fun. this is just like hate on Emily night. Oh my god. Well, because every other time is like, hey, look at me, I'm lame. Are you talking night. about you? Yeah. No. You say you're lame. You don't think I'm lame? No. I don't think you're lame. You just think I'm dumb. I don't think you're dumb. <laughs> we have to cut all of this. Don't even say that. We have to cut all of this. I don't think so. I think it's funny. <laughs> we got some top-notch banter. Oh, God. It's just bickering. Bickering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Anyway. So we're really bad with money is what the whole um, point of that story was. Right, right. Of course. I, th I think everyone in our generation is at least somewhat bad with money. We don't have any money. We don't have a choice, to be honest. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, like, our generation is like a lot of people going to college that probably shouldn't be going to college. So that leads us to right that off was the me. bat. Yep. Not, not having a good financial situation in that end. Yeah, that's true. Did anything in the news happen that you want to talk about? Well, there was one thing that really caught my eye. Is it the terrible thing? It caught my heart. Oh, God. It, it ripped my heart. Earlier this week. There was a story that it's just so horrible. Uh, Trigger warning. It's horrible. You might cry. Poachers actually infiltrated a pair of zoo and slaughtered a, a fucking rhino and stole its horn. A zoo in Paris. A zoo in the, the metro of Paris. Yep. They took a chainsaw. I really don't need details. I'm just saying, like, that's... How did that happen, you know? So fucked up. Apparently, the reason why rhino horn is so sought after is because it makes your dick bigger, according to Chinese medicine. Uh. And if you know what rhino horn is made out of, you're going to go, no way, seriously? Because it turns out you have the same material all over your body. It's keratin. Your fingernails, yeah. your hair, the top layer of your skin, it's keratin. Yeah. It 
it's bullshit. Like, yep. there's no reason anybody should believe that a, a rhino horn is going to do anything different than any other keratin. Well, nobody cares. I mean, people buy those stupid, like, penis enlargement pills from the gas station, don't they? When that's nothing. Those are, like, performance enhancers. Yeah, but they, I mean, they also... They still don't do anything. There's but. nothing... Yeah, but people are going to buy that because people... Men, men want to try to make their dick bigger when that doesn't matter. That's like a whole other thing, though. Like, why, men? Why? It's a really weird point of self-conscious, like, obsession. And yet the makeup industry gets shit on for being frivolous in vain. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't say that because the penis is really important. Apparently. It's just, it, it's su- super important. <sighs> well, it's like that discussion, what I said last night, you know. And about uh, circumcision. And, uh, well, I don't, I mean, I don't really care either way, but I don't think that you should be forced to be circumcised because yeah. there's, re- there's really no benefit to be circumcised. It really doesn't matter. But it, Well, in, in a modern society, there's no there's real no benefit. Need. Right. There, there's only been one perk is that um, in high-risk HIV um, situations, it's shown that Circumcised penises uh, have a lower risk of micro tears, which make it less likely to um, uptake that infection. I feel like that's but really specific. It is very specific, <laughs> and, and that's pretty much the only real difference. Right. So, like I was saying, yeah, I don't think circumcision is a big benefit. I think that if you have a, a child and it's a male, then you shouldn't force it to be circumcised because there's no reason to do so. But... <laughs> The big reason that men are that men are protesting circumcision and talking about it is because they've heard that non-circumcised penises have better sex. That it feels different during sex, that you can masturbate without lubrication and whatnot. If you will. If you want to. Yeah. And that's like the only reason that men are so pissed off is because sex might be different. It might be no, better. I mean, I think right off the bat, like the whole point to circumcision is pretty much unclear. Right. It's just tradition at this point. Right. I mean, it serves no benefit for a milieu of cases. Right. And there's no consent. I'm not saying that there, there, it, that it, I support it, circumcision. It, I'm just saying, right. like, in relation to our conversation about the rhino horn and it's and the belief that it will make your penis bigger, the idea that so many men have about, like, the importance that so many men place on their penis and what they can do with it and its function. And again, I'm a woman, so I've never had a penis, and I maybe don't understand. But as a woman who's dealt with, you know, other societal pressures and expectations, I get that. But when it comes to, like, when I just hear, like, men talking about how important their penis is and how their size of the the size of the penis or the fact that they're circumcised or not circumcised, like, how much it affects their life and it's day-to-day that they're depressed about it, I just get so frustrated because it's just a penis. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sexual performance is, it's like a top goal for everyone, though. Is it? Be- because when you hear women say pretty much anything negative uh, regarding the performance of, a, of some guy they met, any other guy listening is going to be like, oh, well, I don't want to be that guy. Because but why? Because pleasure has a big importance. Does it? For people. Does it not? I don't Are know. Are you saying it doesn't matter? I'm just saying that some people let it rule their lives. And I feel like that the fact that 
your ability to perform sexually when sex isn't a performance. You can't think about it like a performance is two people having an activity together, doing something together and both people are involved. And I get that there's a huge misconception about how everybody's supposed to, um, you know, work together during sex. But uh, I just I mean, it's like a huge overhaul that's going to happen. I mean, that has to happen. The porn industry has shaped a lot of people's minds and men tend to watch porn more than women. And so they're, of course, affected by it. And I get it. I get that it's a problem. I understand that. But I guess in my in my head, because I'm a woman, I'm like men have so much already. And their biggest problem is that their penis is an inch too short for their standards or, you know, they're worried that their penis is not going to be performing perfectly when they get laid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, so like the the porn industry right off the bat uh, creates this really awkward perception that somehow sex is supposed to last a solid 50, 60 minutes or that... Which is terrible. Right, exactly. Like, By the way, don't that, do that because that that's painful. Not that that's not a goal to aspire to. My vagina would be on fire. Right. I mean, <laughs> even with regular lube edition, you know, like eventually like, you're just you're like, I just want to go to sleep. Like I want to eat food. Right. It's a lot of cardio. I mean, it's a lot of fucking like, cardio, man. I forget what like a like a realistic average for sex is. It's like, like seven minutes. And and that's that's pretty solid. Seven minutes, ten minutes, you know, like, whatever. You shouldn't really be making a goal out of that necessarily. But, you know, you, you want to be able to have everyone get their fill, right? You're right, right. So I mean, and I get that, but at the same t- So, in my head, when I think about problems in porn, I think about rape culture, and I think about how women are just treated as holes to be filled in porn, essentially. And, like, yeah, and when well, it comes to, like... To be fair, there's... A really broad variety in porn. Well, I'm just saying, like, when, when I think about, like, women's issues and men's issues, like, the idea that, I mean, men face so many other issues that I feel like are so much more important, but this could be my own personal thing mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, sexuality. I mean, when women think about sexuality, they think about being shamed for having sex or being raped because of no reason or you know and then if they're raped they're blamed for being raped and right like men have no self-control in the manner right exactly which is also not good for men right and then i think about other issues that men face such as like not being able to show emotions or uh not being able to express sexuality other than heterosexuality and and without being called like uh without being made fun of or shamed or anything like that and then so to hear men talk about, and it's mostly like online, you'll see men talk about how I just see these like posts and they're usually confessional type things. And they're like, all I do is I'm so depressed because my dick is small or I'm so depressed because I haven't had a girlfriend or I'm so depressed all the time. And I want to kill myself because I slept with one girl and she said I was bad. And it's just like the problem is that if you have a. Uh this perspective that everything should go a certain way, but you don't actually have the, the foundation to communicate the individual's ideals right. or whatever activity. Like every guy is somehow perceiving that the only way to have sex is to, you know, pound away for 30 plus minutes and somehow the woman is supposed to orgasm every every <laughs> fuck, fucking like every 10 minutes. I don't know. I'm like, grimacing right now. It's not realistic, and if there was a foundation for communication, then obviously 
the women are going to say, I don't really care what the dick looks like. I don't care what you're doing. Like Full disclosure. communicate what they want, then it's going to come out better. Okay, yeah, right, exactly. In every sexual encounter that I've ever had with a man, I I have not once, like, looked at the penis to observe it and to, like... Like, I, I don't look at the penis. I don't know. I'm just too busy doing other shit. Like, if someone takes their pants off in front of me, I'm not just going to be like, wait a minute, I need to assess this for its quality. Where is the ruler? Yeah, I need to just check this first. <laughs> I don't even notice what's going on, like, with the size of the penis until it's in me, basically. Oh, that's really vulgar. But it, then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, okay, like, there it is. Realistically, like, that's the only point where you're going to be like, Whoa, uh, right. look at that. I'm a really terrible judge of size, too. So I'm like, they all look the same to me until I feel it. And then I'm like, well, that's different. I mean, like the penis shape is fairly standardized <laughs> at this point. Like in, I've never once evolution. I've never once been hooking up with a guy and like stopped him midway to be like, I need to just check this out first. I need to see what we're working with. I don't even know. I like I have no I couldn't tell you anything about any of the previous penises that I've seen in my life. Yeah. I couldn't tell you because I just don't know because I don't pay attention. That doesn't mean that other women aren't paying attention, but I don't know why. Like, does it pref- yeah. is it clean? Like, yeah. I mean, does it does it need special instructions? Like, no. It's. Are, I are mean, the, are there special additives you need? I guess if like, you've never been with somebody who wasn't circumcised, you might be like, okay, what do you need me to do here? But this like, is different. Let's this, ask a question. Right. Just ask a question. <laughs> just everybody communicate with each other and have a good time because everybody should have an orgasm. I mean, sure, you don't have to orgasm each time. That's okay. But you should at least talk about but, it. But get a sense of normalcy from it. Oh my god. Just like. like I want to erase everybody's ideas about sex and then like replace them with healthier ideals. It it makes it less stressful for everyone. Mm-hmm. That that's the big thing. Like if you're too stressed to have sex, then no one's having fun. No. Not at all. If you're a guy and you're thinking about whether or not your penis is doing it for her, your penis is going to stop working. Right. And then if you're a chick and all you're thinking about is whether or not your stomach fat is jiggling, you're not going to have a good time at all. Yeah. You're not going to orgasm. You're going to have to fake it because for some reason, some men get really upset if you don't orgasm each time. I faked it for a number of years with several different partners because I was like, I don't really feel like saying, hey... It's not going to happen tonight. Sorry. Because then they get all upset. Right. Ugh. So it's just easier to be like, oh, yeah, yeah this was, that was it. Ha ha. Ha ha ha. so much fun. Right. And then yeah. to just be like, goodbye, see you never. Yeah. Or whatever. Because it's like, it doesn't matter. I mean, if you're in a relationship with someone, it matters. But like, realistically, if you're faking it, you're just telling them that whatever crappy thing they're doing or whatever they're doing is just fine and they're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Or, I mean, me personally, I don't need to, like, have an orgasm every time. It's yeah. cool and all, but it's also, like, dessert after a good meal, you know? It's like, I guess I could have some, sure. Yeah. And sometimes I mean, I'm just, I'm pretty good. It makes good. sense. Right. I, I think for guys, it, it's generally easier to hit that point. Right. Just because that, it just, it's lower threshold. It's a different it's type a of, of stim- for women. stimulation. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure some women can can hit that point pretty easily, but I mean, not everyone's like that, you know? Of course. Of course. This and, actually, uh, yeah. this whole conversation actually ties in with something that I read this week. Oh, yeah? That's going on in the military right now. Oh. Um, have you heard about the uh, the nude photo scandal? I actually haven't. 
Okay, so they call it a scandal, but it's just a disgusting abomination, honestly. Okay. So basically, I mean, everyone knows that sexism is, sexism is a huge problem in the military. Right. Um, but this week, it was discovered that in the Marines, there was a private Facebook page where they were sharing nude photos of female service members without their permission. Oh, And it geez. was either like... Nude photos, like revenge porn type things, or yeah. it was like photos that they had stolen or they had stalked these women to like get the pictures. Oh, wow. And so they thought it was a problem in the Marines and they just found out that uh, it was not just the Marines, that it was several other branches and uh, or maybe not several, but it was definitely other branches of the military. Yeah. And they were on, I think, like a some kind of like 4chan type board oh. sharing these photos. Huh. Of of their service mates. And it's so fucked up. Yeah, that's atrocious. Not to mention illegal. Of course. And of, of uh, course. it's just like, it's just so disgusting because women have tried for so long and they try so hard to like be seen as equals in the military. And it's like people in the military just don't give a shit. Right. I mean, nothing pisses me off more consistently i'd say than uh the saying that men will be men oh okay it, it, it doesn't, makes me want to puke it, it, it disgusts me i think things piss me off more like right, anti-vaxxers right but i mean like, <laughs> i mean there are definitely things you know. that will get your that will get your uh, boxers in a bunch <laughs> but like yeah this is like i know this is something that really makes you mad yeah it's just disgusting it's just like it's basically saying that, oh, well, men are inherently disgusting creatures, and so when they do disgusting things, there should be no repercussions, because what can you expect? Like, what can you do? Oh, no, because we can't, we can't tell anybody. And it starts when they're, when they're children, yeah. which is scary for a lot of people to think about, because nobody thinks they're, that they're, you know, uh, actively... Making enabling. their child, enabling their child yeah. to be a shitty person. And I'm not saying that every child that's told that boys will be boys will grow up to be rapists. I'm just saying that, yeah. like, this is a type of belief in society that uh, leads to and enables this rape culture that we have. I think I was pretty fortunate to to grow up in a way that did not enable that type well, of behavior. Well, you had three sisters. Right. And, you know, I never heard, like, when I'm playing around with other guys, you know, like, oh, hey, well... Yep, someone punched another person. I right. guess boys will be boys. Like right. I never experienced that. Yeah. So like it's good for me, but like there's so many other guys that don't have that ad, you know life advantage. Yeah. To to view everyone as people. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, and it's just like a way of thinking that if you want to change it, you have to try really hard to change it because. You just get wired in such a way that it's it's more difficult to change those patterns of thinking and behavior when you're older. <sighs> Basically, society is fucked up and the patriarchy is real and uh, we need to raise better children. So the, <laughs> the thing about the patriarchy, though, like conceptually, I think people who hear that kind of shut down mentally. Yeah. Like what I'm trying to say is that uh, patriarchy isn't just like men benefit from everything. Right. It's just this idea that to me when I hear about um the patriarchy, 
I think of the idea that uh, men and women have certain roles in society and to break out of any of those roles is considered uh, negative because they are going against the norm and it tends to affect women more proportionately than men. But that doesn't mean that it's not affecting men. For example, one of the biggest things that I hear um, regarding men's rights and the patriarchy and how, you know, women can't get of all the equal rights because men have problems too, blah, blah, blah. One of the things right. I hear a lot is that, you know, oh, men can't show emotion and men don't get custody of their children. But yeah. if you think, if you break that down, it's because when a man is showing an emotion, he's told that he's being a crybaby or a pussy or he's being a sissy or a girl, which is saying that women are negative. Don't be like a woman because that's bad. That's yeah. what that's saying. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's terrible because men should be able to show emotion, but right. also it's terrible because it's saying that you don't want to be a woman because that's terrible. Don't be a woman. And then on the flip side, it also says that, you know, when you tell a girl like, oh, she fights like a man or, you know, she throws like a boy or like when women do things that are traditionally seen as men's roles or men's activities they're seen in a more positive light most of the time or threatening or threat it's either threatening or it's positive you know it's yeah. like to be so in the business world it's like if she, if a woman wants to be successful she just has to quote unquote act like a man in which terms is of, be aggressive be and assertive be, be assertive be you know uh like tell people to get what you want and blah 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 and like if you work all the time like a man and you don't have children and you don't worry about getting married or whatever, yeah. then then you're good. Like, But if you want to be a working mom, then you're screwed because people don't want a mom because they don't want to deal with the hours of a mom. And, and to say that, you know, uh, the idea that women get cust win custody battles is very true. Mm -hmm. um, many states favor the mom in custody battles, whether or not she's a quote-unquote fit mother. Um, I think that... It's a bit of a lower standard. Right, it is a lower standard, and that's a problem because you can have kids that go with not the not the best parent for them. But that's also because women are expected to stay home and raise the baby, and they're um, sort of told that that's their entire purpose in life is to raise children. Yeah. Um, so there's always two sides to that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people don't really see it that way because they only, I mean, as a human being, you're mostly focused on yourself. That's not inherently a bad thing. It's just how we're wired. So you're focused on your own life perspectives and, and the things that affect you. And so I think a lot of people just think, well, what about me? And this is my problem. And this is what I face every day. And they don't think about, they don't break it down. They don't think about what's also how their problem is also affecting other people. Right. And that's my feminist rant for the day. You know, it, it's always good to have a, a solid feminist rant. <laughs> Just get it out of your system. Yeah. It's really uh, cleansing. I feel yeah. enlightened. Mm, a little bit cathartic. I like to use a little bit of psychology in there, you know. I like yeah. to think that my psychology degree wasn't completely for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. I think that's it. I'm feeling good. Okay. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next week. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash afterweather. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash aftertheweather. And on soundcloud.com slash aftertheweather. And if you have any questions or concerns or comments or 
you just want to say hi and send us a picture of your cat or your dog, which we love, by the way, you can send us an email at uh, Gmail. And our, <laughs> our email address is aftertheweatherpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so have a great weekend, week, life, whatever. Thanks for uh, chilling with us tonight. Stay groovy. We enjoy every listener. We I, love all I of I like them. seeing the numbers jump up. I like all the interactions on Twitter. I like getting emails from people. Everything we've got so far has been super great and fun. Um, so keep them coming. Bye. Bye.